contact your best Michael Caine? My best Michael Caine is like this. And what's your Australian accent sound like? My Australian accent? That's a bit better, isn't it? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Recorded live in front of a grown man's toy dinosaur collection in an apartment so empty you'd think it'd been burgled. You're listening to Help! I'm wearing a suit! Hi, I'm Dan Childs. And I'm Ali Adams, and this is Help! I'm Wearing a Suit, a weekly chronicle of our haphazard attempts to live a life less ordinary. Yeah! Still keep tripping over the opening line. you just can't do it. Maybe I should do it next week. Okay, go on. Give it a go. Very impromptu. And this is Help, I'm Wearing a Suit, a weekly chronicle of our haphazard attempts to live a life... Li- li- I can't do it either! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to our mini story episode. To explain, a story is an episode where we just stop, gosh darn, chang about ourselves for once and read some stories that you guys have sent in about your experiences of living a life less ordinary. A mini story is that, but a shorter episode, because I'm not going to lie... We did not write up our notes from this week's episode in time, and so here we are, professionals yeah. till the end. So before we just jump into the stories that we have to share today, I thought that everybody might want to have a little update on last week's yogi episode. I am so proud of myself. I went to a yoga class, a hot yoga class, worked my butt off to the extent that I then vomited twice once I got home. I have told everybody I know, I've said it on this podcast, I've told people on Instagram, I've probably put it on the website, smoke signals, aeroplane writing, pigeon post, everything. Yeah. So today, I went to the gym in the morning, made you come with me, you were deeply unhappy with me, Hmm. and we worked out for maybe 25 minutes. Well, I mean, I don't know, I went to a different part of the gym, you might have just slept. In Savasana. Yeah, I did find a little cosy corner of the Steve Nash gym and just snoozed for an extra half an hour. Yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised. And then the second you sensed me coming, you just yeah, like picked like, up some heavy weights. Some weights, do some chest press, go. <laughs> Look busy. So anyway, we're in the gym, working, working hard, but not working as hard as I did in a hot yoga class at six in the morning. Came home, changed, literally ran out the door to get the bus. Had to veer into Starbucks, which is right by the bus, because I suddenly felt. Like, I was going to vomit. Like, you know, that horrible feeling in the back oh, of your throat. Yeah. Saliva starts Too much saliva. Yeah. I was really warm all of a sudden. Aww. So I went into Starbucks toilet. Managed Aww. to not to vomit. That's good. Because I think it was psychological. I didn't want to vomit. Whereas when I did the yeah. hot yoga, I was like, yeah, let's do a vomit. And then I could tell everyone how badass I am at exercise. And then I realized, or remembered even, that... I cannot take multivitamin tablets on an empty stomach without being sick. Uh... Because I'm now so old that things have happened in the past that I don't remember easily. Like, how uh... worrying is that? How do you yeah. forget that vitamins make you sick? Alcohol. Has done what? Just made your memory worse. Wine. Wine is my friend. I now believe that the reason I vomited after hot yoga was because of the multivitamin I took straight after. So I'm really disappointed. I wonder what's in the multivitamin that you can't 
I'm going to look this up. I'm going to do some scientific research and find oh, out. I'm sorry. I wanted to keep this story as a surprise for you, but now, in hindsight, I should have told you so you could have prepared some science. Yeah. Could have had, we could have actually had science time with Dan. That's <sighs> science. Not I the theme it. tune. Oh. Remember? Da, 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 da. Science. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. It's because of wine. Yeah. No, beer. Yeah, um, so I felt like I wanted to confess that and share oh, it with you all because clearly I, I haven't worked my butt off enough that I've made myself sick. There has also been an outbreak of salmonella across Canada. Well, I wasn't actually sick and I feel mm. fine. So okay. I think I don't have salmonella. That's good. But thank you, because now I'll probably be really suspicious I do have it. I think you're okay. <laughs> if you haven't gone ahead all day. Shall I do a story? You jump in. All right. So this is a story from Phil, who's in Australia. A little bit of background. Phil has been traveling around various areas of Australia and this Story takes place on the island of Tasmania. Stories. I had just started my farm work in Tasmania when I met this hippie chick in the hostel who was talking about this month-long rainbow festival on the other side of the island. I had already heard about this festival in Melbourne, so naturally I was curious. Without a tent, though, I would have to be patient and wait a week to get all the stuff. As the weekend approached, I couldn't find a ride to the festival, which was on the other side of the island, but luckily I had just bought my first road bike, so I loaded up my gear and set off for the unknown lands. This sounds awful. That sounds, I mean... How do you load up on a road bike? If you're going away for the weekend, that's a lot of... He does say it's a road bike, right? Yeah, he says road bike. Road bikes have thin tires. I'm assuming he's, he's already mentioned tent. Like, maybe it's one of those little one-man tents, but But you've got seriously. what, like, you've got a tent, you've got a sleeping bag, you've got, you've got some clothes, maybe I mean, some food and drink. We'll find out in the rest of the story, I guess, whether he's got clothes or not. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, spoiler. Um, so, yeah. I cycled all day for 125 kilometers ah! with a tent, brutal, um, to get to the festival. But when I got within 10 kilometers... The sun was going down, and the steep hills of the National Park had started, so I had to get off and walked. Five minutes after I got off my bike, a car full of hippies stopped (laughs) and said, Hey man, you need a ride? I was relieved, to say the least, and they hugged me, even though I warned them I was sweaty, (laughs) and offered me fruit and chatted the whole way there. Cute. Nice. Is fruit, do you think, like, Fruit in mm. in uh, like hippie terms. Like fruit doesn't actually mean fruit. I feel like it means fruit. Like and then you know they offered me drugs. Drugs. So I'm gonna call them fruit for the family friendly episode of our yeah, podcast. Because I'm constantly swearing on this, so people yeah. should definitely let their children listen to this. Mm. Or yeah, maybe fruit means like sex. Yeah. Fruits of Seems my like a, lines. Sure. Is that a thing? Is yeah. that a phrase? There we go. They're in a car. Feels a bit busy. And... Yeah, well, I imagine they're in this car and it's like a VW camper van, right? So it's, it's a bit roomy in the back. Oh, well, I'm imagining like oh, you imagine... a Ford Fiesta. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, and there's 17 of them. Yeah. Like 
squished in exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. And then like Bob's in the back I in mean, the boot. Maybe they maybe they had the sex and didn't even realise they were just all sat on top of each other. It was just like Probably. oh yeah yeah. So that's why he calls it fruit because he mm. he's like well I, I might have Wasn't had sure. I, yeah I don't want to say I'm gonna be honest like me with my vomit story you know mm. okay okay I'm here. So we arrived at the camp in the middle of the forest and the people kept saying welcome home and hugging me Aww. showing me around or culty. Cute or cold. Yeah, no. <laughs> and helping me to find a tent spot. The next two days were full of free vegan food. Sounds pretty good. Workshops. <laughs> workshops just, of what? I don't know, just workshops. Um, <laughs> evening entertainment and plenty of nudity. Oh, Ooh. see, I told you. Yeah, he didn't pack any clothes. <laughs> Just a tent. He was looking at his load before he got on the yeah. bike, and he was like, what can I get rid of all this stuff? Water, better keep that. Tent, gotta have something to sleep in. Clothes? Nah. Fuck the clothes. Yeah. It's hot enough. I mean, probably. There was no alcohol and drugs, <gasps> as the event was supposed to be a spiritually cleansing event. Oh. Ooh. Okay. I met some lovely people. And have never felt so accepted in this judgment-free environment in my whole life. That's nice. That's so nice. I met an Estonian guy who offered me a lift all the way home. Awesome. And he says, thank fuck I didn't have to cycle all the way back. (laughs) I ended up doing some freelance work for him as he owned uh, a pool cleaner supplies website. How random. Yeah, and that is the end of the, <laughs> the story. <laughs> Literally says the end in capital letters. Brilliant. <laughs> the end. Excellent this, ending to a story. This this guy is definitely one of those guys that just good things just happen. Like went to this festival, got picked up on the way there a little bit. So just didn't as have to it do was getting hills. hard. Yeah, as it was getting hard, surrounded by what I assume are lots of naked. Men and women, which is great, and lots of free food, which is again great, and then mysterious workshops, mysterious workshops, which I can only assume mean more nudity inside these workshops mm-hmm. and exploring that, and then um, getting a lift home where he gets some work, so he gets paid afterwards. Just that's how life works, right? It's that easy. Oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah you go yeah. with that. Good. Cute story. Yeah, brilliant story. Like how lovely everybody is. Yeah. Just be kind. Yeah, I Just like that. Just be a good human being and then good things will come back to you. Yeah. <sighs> okay, ready? Is this your story? I've got a story. Da, 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 da. Story. Ali's story. Oh, wow. Okay. I, went, I was riffing. I didn't know you were jumping in as well. I thought you were expecting me to psychically know what you were going to say then. No. Okay. Okay. So. I'm ready. I'm so warm right now. Yeah, it's very hot in this tiny sound booth. My worry is when it gets to summer, we might just die in here. Yeah, and we can't put the fan on in this one. This is the one with the noisy fan. The The fan was noisy last time. I had to edit that out. The things you don't know about, Daniel. Uh, I'm just here for the for the jokes. Yeah, and you bring them in bucketfuls. That's incredibly sarcastic. <laughs> I'm just here for the science. Okay. I'm moving the microphone towards myself because it's alley time now. Oh. I've had enough. No. Okay, so this story... Sorry, Lee. Sorry. Do you want to pipe down and sit in the corner? Okay. 
<laughs> so this story comes from Kate in Denver, Colorado. And has is a little bit long, so bear with me. So I've been listening to Ali and Dan's podcast since it started and thoroughly enjoyed the story sode. I came away thinking about my own adventures and trying to decide what I could share. Although I've never been face-to-face with a hippo, joined the circus, or learnt German in Germany, which I feel is kind of sarcastic, yeah. <laughs> I have made decisions in my own life to take the road less travelled and push myself out of my comfort zone. Woo! Love that. I was building a story in my head with a focus on the mundane ways I push myself out of my comfort zone, like friend dating or late 20s, 30s. You know what friend dating is, right? Mm. You know, like when you go and date someone that's just your friend. But hopefully, yeah, it it should be clear that, that like, you want to meet them to be their friend, you know? Like, don't lure them in being like, let's go on a date. And then when you get there, you're like, just so you know, I just want to be friends. Like, it's none of that. It's like, let's just go drink beer because we're friends. And maybe we'll get on. And then maybe after that, like, I'll give you my number and we'll just see how things go. We'll take it slow. It's fine. It's all cool, guys. After moving to a new country, taking myself out on Kate dates, which is... I, I don't guess, know what that means. It sounds, it sounds quite rude, Kate really. likes to date a lot. <laughs> I think a Kate date is like when she takes herself out. Ooh. Yeah. She treats, like, treats herself treats herself. A nice glass of wine and a yeah. movie or something. Maybe she like goes to the library like I do when I have an alley date. And I just take myself to the library and like... Just, Make sure you don't take a, have a great vitamin time. tablet first before you Yeah, go. or things get wild, as we know, when oh, I take a vitamin tablet. Crazy. Settle down, Ali. Anyway. <laughs> Travelling independently, starting a new and scary job, attempting new hobbies, all that jazz. It was all planned. I was ready to write. But then my father-in-law, Steve, called with something serious and life-changing he needed to discuss. Ooh. On the edge of your seat. Mm. To give some important background, I sadly have to get a little sad. Nearly six years ago, my mother-in-law passed away very suddenly. She had always been sick, but not in a life-threatening way. In a how-are-we-going-to-help-her-as-she-gets-older kind of way. So when she passed away unexpectedly in her sleep, it was a huge shock for us. Understandably so, Steve is devastated. Not only did he lose the love of his life, she was pretty much his entire life. As she had been sick quite a long time, they didn't really have any friends or have hobbies. They hung out at home, Steve went to work, and then once a month or so they drive to Denver to see Mike, their son, my husband. So after her death, Steve pretty much had work, Mike, and eventually me once I moved to Denver. Over the next six years, Mike and I did what we could. We'd invite him to get-togethers and invite our friend's parents. He joined us on a trip to Vegas with my dad, and we would regularly see him to go to dinner and a movie. Other than that, that was pretty much Steve's life. Mike and I tried to problem-solve where we could to help him, however nothing we came up with worked. So safe to say, when he called to say he'd made a decision he needed to discuss, we were intrigued and a little excited. So, after all that, what did he plan to do, you ask? Ooh, what did he want to do? <laughs> he has literally decided to shed the suit Ooh. because he's a lawyer and take the actual road less travelled. He has given us a month to sort out the stuff being stored in his house. Thanks for the notice. She's written in brackets. <laughs> Classic parent move. Yeah. That's happened sort to me. My mum still claims that I have stuff at her place. And I'm like, mum, 
You my, no, there's nothing there. My like, mum claims that you have stuff at her house. That's as well, entirely so, possible. Yeah, like, well, I mean, that's because of the pressure from my mum to move that out of her house, and I was yeah. like, put it in Dan's mum's house. Yeah, I mean, she'll love that. It's fine. <laughs> Mothers. He is selling his house, quitting his job, finally Ooh. getting a passport. That's incredible. Whoa. Packing up his car and driving across North America. He's going to drive wherever his heart takes him, stay wherever he desires, and explore. In the words of Steve, I could be gone a month, a year, forever. All I know is I cannot carry on this way. I'd rather live 10 years happy than carry on for 10, 25 years this way. <sighs> Every time I read this story, it almost makes me cry. Aww. It's it is such very a beautiful story. And Kate goes on to say, I'm so, so happy for him that he's made this decision and most importantly that it was his decision not based off the random ideas Mike and I had. I wish I could hear some of the random ideas how Mike came up with. (laughs) I can't even imagine. Kate, get in touch. Tell us what they were. So anyway, rather than my story, you have Steve showing that at age of 70, it's never too late to do something drastic. Some call it a three-quarter life crisis. I, however, call it an inspiration and a well-needed drastic decision to help him lead a life less ordinary. Maybe I'll email you again with my own stories, or instead, maybe an update of The Adventures of Steve. Ah, yeah, I'm well excited to hear about Steve's adventures. Yeah. I think Kate should write for us more often as well. She's got in, like, every single part of our tagline into into that story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kate gets, like... Five helping Mario suit points. Yeah, definitely. Which, you know, one day might be able to be traded in for like badges and <sighs> cards with science facts on from Dan. Ooh. You know, these these things could, could be, be coming. Yeah. It's good to get these things in now. Yeah. Get, get your points racked points. up. Yeah. Then you just need to trade them in. No more hard work at the end. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That story is so good. That's a really good story. It gives me the tingles every time. Every time I feel a bit sad, I read the story because it's so inspiring. I mean, I can't wait to go copy Steve and go travelling at 70. You want to do it now. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I want to do it when I'm 70 too. Oh, okay. Just a bit of both. Why don't we just do it forever. right now forever? Yeah, it's wise. Yep. Just need a whole bunch of money. A whole stack of cash. One kajillion dollars. One kajillion dollars! That yeah. would be perfect. Yeah. If you have a kajillion dollars hanging around, you'd like to send it to help him wear a suit. Please do. It's the second time we've made that joke on this podcast. As have well. we really? Yeah. Dan, I think I'm actually losing my mind. I forgot that. It's like, the I don't even. It's the vermins. <laughs> I thought it was the wine. No, oh, it's the wine and the vermins. <laughs> they, they, they go well together. Oh, gosh. I'm losing my brain. <laughs> um, okay. Well. That it's was, a mini sode. Yeah, it's a mini story sode. So we need more stories, guys. That's it. We do need more stories. So if you do have a story, please do get in touch. Everyone has a story. What am I yeah. saying? You've got a story. Stop holding back. It's actually really selfish that you're not sharing it because yeah. think people, of all the good vibes you could be spreading and all the people that you could be inspiring. So people want to know. People want to hear these things. People do want to know. People love the story sode. They want more stories. They just want us to shut up. I think that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, I don't think people care about our no. stories that much anymore. They're like, stop going and doing yoga and chakra sound baths. And... So, yeah, if you do have a story, which you do because everyone has a story, you can send it to hello at helpimwearingasuit.com and probably share it on the next episode. Yeah. 
Unless it's like deeply depressing or every other word's a swear word. Because I bring enough swear words to this podcast. I don't want anyone taking the attention away from me. We have a website, www.helpimwearingasuit.com. And we're on Instagram. I'm Ali Haley with an I. And I'm Dan Space with a D. Have a lovely week ahead. And don't forget, shed the suit. Safety every day. Goodbye. Goodbye.